Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fountain Pen and Stationery, Season Three, Episode Eighteen. I'm your host, Frank, and I'm your other host, Collins. Hey, how are you doing, Collins? I am pretty good. I did a lot of journaling, actually. Soul searching? Oh no, just journaling. All right. Soul searching? Yeah. I, I mean, that, that's that's actually kind of true. If I do a lot of journaling, I am doing a lot of soul searching. Oh, okay. Because it's more mindful than what I do on my, my downtime. <laughs> I mean, it depends It depends what you journal, right? Like, are you journaling work? Are you journaling random things that you're thinking about at the wee hours of the night? Depends. Yeah. Oh, definitely wee hours of the night. <laughs> I don't think I live on normal human schedules. You definitely don't live on normal human schedules. Anyway, um, so, uh, first of all, hey guys, welcome back. We are Fountain Pen and Stationery. Our website is fountainpenandstationery.com and our email is fountainpenstationery at gmail.com. Again, fountainpenstationery at gmail.com. No we and. Have, <laughs> yes, we have an Instagram at fountainpenandstationery and that is upkeep by Collins. What's the current status? I have no idea. I have not been doing as much photography as of late. I really want to, um, but when you have a when you have too many hobbies, something tends to fall off on the sideways at some point. <laughs> um, so I've my journaling has been increasing, but my photography has been decreasing, and so I think I need to find an appropriate balance for that. But yes, well, everything's a juggling act, right? Yes, everything is a juggling act. So. And I found myself doing a lot of yard work today, which is also different. <laughs> yard work? What the heck are you doing? I, I have to trim the foliage that I need to trim. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's foliage in your backyard? It's, it's not a lot, but I do need to maintain it. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't have a farm like you do, but yes. <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't recall anything. I don't recall much that I had to take care of. No, no. Okay. Anyway, um, so we are back to our episode 18. And let's just start up with one of the uh, viewer or listeners' questions. Mm -hmm. You might want to start the question for us, Collins? Yeah. Uh, so we got an email from Jacob. Thank you so much for sending us a, a hello. Um, and he just had a comment because uh, we were talking about small pens on our previous podcast and we brought up things like the space pen or um the coeco sport which uh jacob you agree is totally a small pen um, but some people considered uh the sailor uh pro gears or like the pelican m200s as pocket pens what um yeah right like <laughs> those are clearly not pocket pens <laughs> they're slim pens i don't think they're small size pens i mean they're smaller there are smaller pens, but they're not small pens in any like, yeah. So totally agree. Okay. Um, and he was saying that like, yeah, the Pelican M three hundred totally a pocket pen. Pelican M three hundred. Huh. Yeah, I believe that was a discontinued uh, uh, line of Pelican pens, and it is quite. I never even heard of it. Let me take a look. It is quite tiny. If you look up size comparisons. Oh wow! Small. Okay. <laughs> Well, that is a lot smaller <laughs> than most of the other lines. It's smaller than the 400 by mm -hmm. like, like a okay, centimeter. Wow. <laughs> this one's small, 11 centimeter long only. Cap. Yeah. Yeah. 
And but it still maintains the form factor of a pelican, which is very interesting. Yeah, it has all of the same designs, the stripes, and everything else. Wow. Okay, this is yeah. inter- interesting. I wonder if it uses a sensei snip as everything. It, it does use a sensei snip. Oh wow! It's at just least like with a... the four hundred, <laughs> from what I can tell. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that that'd be really cool to try out one day. I have not seen or held an M three hundred before. Yeah, maybe at the pen show or something. Yeah. But uh, Jacob had a question. So, okay, I'm just going to read it. Uh, Okay, my question today is, what is the best A5 notebook cover with three pen slots out there? For example, the best one probably is the Galen Leather A5 zippered notebook folio. But its price point is just too high. I only want to put a notebook, two preppies, one safari, and maybe a Cueco Sport Classic. So the price point of the Galen Leather doesn't make sense for me when it's more expensive than all the pens and notebooks I want to carry combined. So I'm looking for a non-leather option, but with similar design functionality to the Galen Leather A5 notebook cover. Any ideas? My answer would be no initially. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Frank. <doing> research. <laughs> uh, I mean, we, we, I, I did spend some time looking into it, to be honest, and... Uh, it is not something I regularly look into, and to, and in all honesty, I think I only came up with one that okay. has a price range lower than the Galen Leather. Mm-hmm. But it's not exactly what Jacob was asking. So, um, <laughs> okay, Frank, let's see what you got. Let's see what you get. Uh, is it is it this link right here? Yeah. Okay, Frank, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna level with you here, buddy. This is an A6 notebook cover. Ah, dread. See, there we go. That's one of the very first states. Okay. That's honestly the first thing I can find that actually kind of fits the price range. Okay, so what Frank has sent me is the Hobonichi Techno uh, uh, A6 cover. Um, it's a zipper cover. Um, and it's nice, uh, assuming you wanted an A6 notebook cover. <laughs> because the, any of the Hobonichi A5 covered, mm-hmm. it brings up the price to about 85, 8,500 mm. yen. Actually, given the current exchange, I wonder how much might that be okay. is. It actually might be okay. Actually, so no, this... yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the A5 one, see, is only $5,300. 5,300 yen. Uh, yen. I'm sorry. $5,300 would be, that would be a little bit way exalted. over budget. Yeah. <laughs> and to dollar right now, that would be $38. Oh, wow. Oh, oh the exchange wow, really? tanked. Wow. Jeez. Link me so I know what you're... Uh, uh... It's a dollar to 138 right now? A dollar to 138 That's all. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Wow. Okay. Um Wow. Okay, that's, that's all I could say for the time being. Um. So here, here's the link. It's basically the same thing. Uh, just one's called the mayor, and this one I guess is called the uh, Valutu. Mm-hmm. Oh, wrong link. It's okay. I got it. Let's take a look. Oh yeah. Okay. So it's a uh, A5 zipper notebook. And inside there is there is one pen holder, but there's like a zipper pocket that you can yes, use. Yes, there is basically a pencil case inside it. 
Yeah, and there's tons of like little card sleeves and things that you can slip in there. Right. Um, this one's a really good option. Uh, so it's this, not exactly a three three pen holder. Right, but uh, Jacob has two preppies, one Safari, and a Queco Sport Classic. Yeah, if if you don't mind, then jingling around a little bit in your um, the uh, zip area, this certainly fits them all of them in there with no issues. Yeah, so at five thousand three hundred uh, yen, that comes out to forty dollars US. How? Uh, is that going to incur any shipping costs? There is additional shipping, but but if you wait a little bit, and they're probably going to release in USA stores, and mm. a lot of them will be cheaper in comparison. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that is... Because usually when you see 5,300 yen, you think $53. Yeah. Not $40. Yeah, now it's $40. Which is really good um that's that's a good um i don't know how mine's going to compare to that <laughs> <laughs> go ahead i mean I, I technically cheated a little bit i got the pencil case instead of a three loop so no but i mean like it, it zippers just like the galen leather one um because okay mine cheats too okay okay <laughs> i'm gonna be honest mine cheats too okay it's the it's the one right there it's the uh it's from amazon it's it probably comes up on a lot of people's search results it's the lehit lab a5 notebook cover um and i i specifically use this notebook cover for work oh yeah i, I so i do right. use this um however i don't put five pens in it i only put one um, because there's one dedicated pen holder for it on the outside of the notebook I see. Um, but there's a very big pocket that i've just tested fits it can fit five safaris in it so basically that you're saying that you can use that pocket to clip all your pins into it yes okay and because it's a pocket like that you can actually use the um the clip to make sure that they kind of don't slide as much got it yeah and this one's cheap Yes, this one's 18 bucks. And if you have Amazon Prime, it continues to be 18 bucks. <laughs> no shipping cost. Yes. Well, technically, USA shipping cost is spilled in, but yeah. Y yes, fair enough. Yes. Uh, actually, wait, does this have Amazon Prime shipping? Yeah, it, it does. Has, yes, it yes. Has, it has. It's just not instant right now. It's September 5th to 13th. The only thing this doesn't have that, say, the Galen does is that this one doesn't zip up like yours does. Right. Uh, but it does have like an, an elastic band that keeps your book covered. I so mean, it's not for eighteen open. bucks, you can't really. <laughs> it, it, it's kind of asking a lot <laughs> to have a zipper around and everything else. Yeah, but I I genuinely do like this notebook cover. It's my it's one of my favorites. All right, that's good. So hopefully, Jacob, um, that uh satisfies your criteria let us know which one you end up picking or if you discover another one on your own that you want to share feel free to send us an email yep all right so i guess uh this is my response to uh, uh what's his name uh steven mm -hmm. 
he is uh he basically heard about the uh, missing ori i guess he cringed a little bit here <laughs> 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 how it was come down his suggestion was for me to double check the p trap under my link uh under my sink and oh, uh, basically yes. um it is a trap that is meant to have a little bit of water left in there so that the smell of the sewer does not get up. And also, it also serves as a um, reservoir of stuff that you accidentally flush down if it's like something precious, aka rings, aka in our, in our uh, usage, probably nibs and some other stuff. Mm hmm. The issue uh, for his suggestion, I, I, I very much appreciate it, by the way, because that's something I didn't even think about initially. But after thinking about it in uh, more detail, I, I don't think it's gonna, I'm going to find it because that O-ring is really tiny. It's mm -hmm. probably four millimeter in diameter. Ooh, that's tiny. Yeah, it, it's like four or three millimeter in diameter. One millimeter in the in the actual ring thickness, so basically it it just flow like water. It just the instant I let it go, it just went straight into the sink, and I I just don't see afterwards. So I very highly doubt that is going to be able to be found in the p trap. Even though one of my co uh, my coworker Johnny has suggested that uh, if my pee trap is dirty enough, there's probably <laughs> enough gunk that it might the O ring might stuck in there. Yeah, uh, but do uh, you really want that O ring at that point? <laughs> I mean, if if it's extremely hard to find, I, I, I might risk it. Or okay, but since there's a replacement, I'll just order online. But okay. at the same time, if I accidentally flush down a gold nib. Yes, go get I it. I am opening that P-trap and, <laughs> and getting it, man. <laughs> I'm opening that P-trap and trying to get it. Right. I mean, I would assume that if it did get stuck in the P-trap, I mean, it's been a while, right? Like, it's been almost a month since it's, it's been a the, while. Right? So if it's there, it'll continue to be there at this point. <laughs> it just, I, I really highly doubt it. I mean, that, that right. thing just flows way too fast down the drain. It, and it, I'd imagine it... trap anywhere. I imagine it, it, it at such a small rubber thing, it probably floats, right? It floats. Yeah. It so, floats. I mean, it's your kitchen sink. You probably flush tons of water down that. So it'll probably get carried along with the yep. water. Yeah. But thanks so much, Stephen, for the uh, um, for the recommendation. Yep. Uh, this will probably be good for a lot of people that has like flushed down their other pen hardwares into the <laughs> sink. It's not all rain. <laughs> I always wash my pens in the sink. If I do use a sink, I will use a a large bowl as uh, a catch. Okay. It's just peace of mind. I think from this point, I just make sure the stoppers engaged. Yeah, that that also works. Or like you said, you're always just going to use your um your ultrasonic uh, cleaner. Ultrasonic cleaner, right? Like yeah. 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 hard lesson learned. Yes. Still need to get mine. Yep. And our next one is uh we're back to uh I guess we're our, our regular pencil shop, pen shopping or new pen <laughs> talk point of the week. 
This yeah. one is a little bit uh, <laughs> on the nose, I would say. Okay. From Mahjon. Mahjon. It's not Mahjong, the 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 Chinese game. Mahjon. Yes. Okay. It, it is in case anyone didn't know, it is Moon Man. Oh, After, this is Moon Man. <laughs> this is Moon Man. Oh, okay. After they got uh, your name taken away from Kaweko. Mm-hmm. So they named himself Mahjong. And ever since that time, they're basically saying, yeah, okay, we tried to be nice and uh, it didn't work out. So glove off and uh, let's just rip everything off. So uh, the article you sent me is basically titled Majan Meistersuk. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, go, mm-hmm. go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking through these pictures. Yes. I mean, okay. I mean, so, okay, look. So for anyone you're wondering, this has the classic Mont Blanc Master Duck, Master Sook sizing, shape, and then ink window. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. It is called Mahjong 136. Okay. Okay, that is just a number, right? Except the pricing of the pen is 149 yuan. Uh, how RMB. does that translate to USD? No, the whole point is not how it translates USD. The whole point is it's priced at 149, similar to Mount Blanc 149. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. And it has a. Uh, Nib that is very similar to a pilot nib. Mm-hmm. And the logo. The logo, the the, the catchphrase on there. Say Mahjan designed made in China. Which mm-hmm. is a poke fun of Lamy designed and made in <laughs> Germany. <laughs> So they're basically just memeing all of the other brands at this point. Yes. Just in case uh, anyone wanted to know, 149 Chinese yuan is 2150 USD. Yes. So when you ask me how much this will cost, uh, will this have a gold nib? The answer is no. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> um, by the way, some people mm-hmm. might buy this pen specifically just for the tools. Because it comes with a tool to disassemble the pen. Yeah, I might get it too. <laughs> which is useful to also disassemble one blank pens. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. some people might buy this pen just for that purpose. Now, okay, so uh, the, my comment was that, like, like, you copied, you know, I'm going to th- throw air quotes. You copied... The Mont Blanc style, but the Mont Blanc style is copied by everyone. Okay, so, so I think one of the Reddit posts has a really good point. Um, shoot, I can't remember where was the guy's name. Let me see really quick. Uh, this is by profesh, uh, Professor Vi- uh, Byrony on um, mm-hmm. Reddit. 
it does say that it is the same way they copy Mont Blanc in the same way that Platin, Sailor, and Pilot Pen are copycat of Mont Blanc in some sense. <laughs> uh huh. And some Mont Blanc pen also were originally copycat of Schaefer's. Mm-hmm. And essentially, every pen maker back in the days was a copycat of Waterman's. Right. So. It, Big deal. It, it, it's just a general <laughs> shape at this point, really. Right. Like. It's it's like saying a watch is a copy of another watch because it's got a big hand and a little hand for hours and minutes. Yeah, but this one is especially <laughs> noticeable because of the ink window. Uh, fair. I, I guess a little bit. Yeah, I would say it's especially. But then again, I've seen a lot of pens with similar window. ink windows too, right? I wouldn't say too many, but there's certain, certain, certainly a few. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Um. But the surprising thing is, it also has a brass uh, pistons inside. You can take this away. You can take this apart fully as well. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, this is a piston filler. This, this is not this like is a, a cartridge. For 20, so for twenty bucks, so that's it's great. Actually, really good price for a cheap pen. Um, they also use quote unquote high grade resin. Okay. Which is aka plastic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all resin is plastic. Yes, yeah, just like how Montblanc calls it precious resin. Oh, ah, jeez. I actually didn't know they call it that. Yes. Precious resin, really? Yes, that's what Montblanc calls their pen material, precious resin. <sighs> all right, marketing people. All right. Yeah, so I just find this really interesting. <laughs> I $20 for this, I think... Okay, so for people that are entering or want to buy a fountain pen, it t- they typically want to buy it because it harkens back to a time when fountain pens looked like the Mont Blanc. And everyone was recommending for a while to get the the Pilot um which one? The uh, the the name escapes me. It the uh, No, the the cheap Ten dollar one. Um, the pilot. I mean, it's no longer ten dollars anymore. Oh it yeah, it's no longer ten dollars. Like eighteen, twenty dollars. The pilot Montropo- uh, metropolitan. You mean the pilot metropolitan, right? Like, because it it evoked a lot of the same styles of the older pen, like the nib shape. Like, because if you get a Lamy, the nib doesn't look like a fountain pen nib, <laughs> no, right? No, it does not. It does not. Uh, but the, the Metropolitan does look like what you expect a fountain pen nib to look like, and it's got a metal body and all of that stuff, and it looks great. This, for twenty one fifty hits all of those check marks. And it's a big massive pen for you to try out a larger pen too yeah um uh, this might take the cake for like best intro pen to get potentially (laughs) like to be honest i think i might want to buy one just to try out whether i like the shape or not Mm -hmm. before i commit myself to a mont blanc one for nine or Mm -hmm. one for nine calligraphy one yeah where can you get one? Is this only on like the uh, Etsy? Uh, Taobao. Taobao? Okay, so it has game. to be through Taobao. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure like, yeah, it's it's not even officially out anywhere else yet. It's just mm-hmm. on the Chinese Taobao, not, not any English site at the moment. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so we're gonna have to pick one up. Because <laughs> I, I need the tool too. I have I have a Mont Blanc that has the. Uh, I'm like the uh, disassembling area. Yeah. 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 All right. Our next topic is uh, well, is this related to that one? Um, Kaweco <laughs> is given their second try at copywriting or not copywriting, um, trademarking the shape of their Kaweco Sports. Mm-hmm. As we previously discussed, they have tried this and they failed. Uh huh. This new trademarking was submitted back in 2022. May 16th. Maybe roles has changed. Maybe they are submitting to a different agency. I don't know. It's live and pending uh, based on this site. Yes. And I think they probably... uh, I see what they're doing. They feel the European trademark. They are now, now they are now trying the USA trademark. Ah, whichever is the easier trademark to get, that's well, what you're doing. Shutgunning it. They already feel European. They might as well try USA, right? But it's it's always the most limiting. Uh, whatever is that's what's going to get you in because you just need one of them to agree, which means that like, well, whoever... no, because a USA is known to be pretty. Lax, <laughs> lax in trademarking standards. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, the the latest, if you ever listen to Fall Tech, um, Lenovo just put a season disease letter for a uh, open source notebook mm-hmm. because Lenovo's own trademark for their uh, laptop is a big giant O with a three stencil cutout. Mm-hmm. That's it. O <laughs> with three stencil. And apparently that is specialized, quote-unquote, enough to be trademarked. Uh, so USA trademark is a lot easier than European trademark. Right. They really, I mean, they really support, like, the, the businesses, right? So Yeah. So I think that's, what, that's probably what Kawiko is betting on to, right. to get through. And so, we'll like, if you have a moon man who tries to copy the Kaweco pen, it, you just need one country, like the U.S., to say, oh, no, you can't do that. And then they can't sell their pen it just ripples well, to everywhere else. Right. So we'll, it, we'll it, see what happens. But it does cause that rippling effect. Yes, it does have a small... It, it certainly has some effect. I'm not sure you will have that many effect because I don't think Moon... Uh, Ma John's main selling point is any of the USA store, mm-hmm. USA-based store. Mm. So we can see what happens. Yeah. All right. Our next topic... Yeah, I saw this come up on my Instagram feed. All uh, right. This is the uh, Reader's Choice winner of the Everyday Carry category at Pen World Magazine. It is the Franklin Christoph Model 02. Um, and I think this looks fantastic. Was this sold out when you originally linked it to me? Uh, no, it was not sold out originally. Right, okay. It's sold out now. <laughs> yeah, it's sold out now, because I remember it wasn't sold out before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have enough Franklin Christoph pens to, to, to uh, uh, you know, get me by already. Um, but if I didn't have one already, man, it, would this one satisfy my itch? Yeah, um, 
to describe the pen, this has like the antique glass look. Mm-hmm. And on top of having an antique glass look, it has a uh, red, yellow, and green um, kind of those kind of like those antique glass windows shards that is built into the bar- both the barrels and the finial of the pen cap. Yeah. They call it the Cathedral SE, so it tries to emulate, like, um, stained glass, and it, it it looks really excellent. <laughs> yeah, stained glass church. Yeah, it looks great, to be honest. Yeah, I I, I am absolutely smitten with uh, Franklin Christoph's designs. Like, they come up with some great, interesting ideas from now now and then. I'm looking at the friend and Christoph's current stock. Mm-hmm. And, uh, huh. They have a lot more models uh, available to buy. Like, you can get the Model 02 Polar Ice version. Yeah, and they it's still available. have their pi- Pirate Edition on the side. I guess not too many people buy it yet. The Pirate Edition? Yeah, yeah. They have a uh, Model 50 Outer Banks limited edition fountain pens pirate edition <laughs> i'm looking for that right now oh there it is oh yeah okay i mean you know each person has their thing that's not my thing but they have other ones <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it, it's still available after all these times. I'm kind of surprised, to be honest, but it's still yeah. available. But there was a time when, like, the antique glass versions of their pens were like, you could never buy one. But there are several options now. Like, there's the Pocket 66 in antique glass that you can get. Like I said, there's the Polar Ice one that I really like. I and think they, have they a lot just of... happen to find enough production now to make it available for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Ooh, they have the Model 66 in the Italian ice version. I like that one, too. <laughs> but again, like I said, I have enough Franklin Christoph pens to get me by through my my life now, so I'm good. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. All right. Let's move on to the next topic. And uh, this one is... pertains to a new fountain pen model based off of a brand that we kind of familiar with. Yeah, we've talked about uh, Narwhal before. Yes, but then they renamed themselves to... Uh, Narvlor? Oof. Nar- Narvlor? Narvlor? Something. Yeah, it's supposed to be a, 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 different pronoun- uh, a different pronunciation of Narwhals from a different language. Okay. But cool. it, it just means narwhal. I don't know why they <laughs> renamed it. Probably went into some trademark issues or naming issues, probably. Potentially. I'm. Yeah. But this is one of the f- vacuum pens ah, that vacuum. they were talking to, I think, CY about that is in the works. But then the guy that makes narwhal does not want to disclose for the time being. Mm-hmm. So this is a vacuum pen that is somewhat similar looking in mechanism-wise and design to the Pilot A23. Mm-hmm. 
And because it's 17 pilot 83, it's all similar to uh, the Twisby Vax yeah. 700. Mm -hmm. And because it's close to the Twisby Vax 700, I'm not sure that Twisby can have an issue with this again. Duh, <laughs> <laughs> Twisby. Yeah. But anyway, this is honestly a really good price for a vacuum pan. Right, because the Twisby Vac uh, 700 is around $65? It seems um, like the price... See. That... Yeah, 65 on Goulet. And uh, the Navalor pen is only $44, which is... You know, much cool. cheaper. Yeah, much cheaper. Well, in the grand scheme of things, right? I mean, this is yeah. what, like 30, 20%, at least 25% cheaper, I would say. Yeah. Without calculator. So. And they come in some nice, pretty colors. Comes in three different major colors green, blue, purple, and yellow. Okay. And the color comes in like kind of like the, 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 the smoky swirl type. Not the solid swirls, but like the really the really diffused swirl. Right. I mean, for your forty-four dollars, your most the main focus is the vac filler mechanism. Yeah. Well, at least the nib comes in stub, broad, and oh. medium and fine. You said stub. You've already sold me on it. <laughs> you said stub. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is a uh, forty-four dollar pen that is a vacuum filled with this possible stub nib. I feel like a lot of people, when well, after they've gotten a, a couple of the pens, you kind of want to sample the different filling mechanisms, right? Right. Um, and the the price of entry for getting the different filling mechanisms has dropped significantly over the years. Especially vacuum fill. Like vacuum fill, it used to be the only one available was the A23, and A23 yeah. was expensive. Yeah. Right? And then you have the VAC 700 came out. Everyone loved it. Mm -hmm. And we we have the Etsy uh, the uh, Etsy vacuum film from uh, not not Vincent, sorry, the Pen BBS one, mm -hmm. but it didn't it never really pick up popularity. But at the same time, like majority of the Pen BBS pen didn't really pick up popularity in USA for some reason too. So mm. that's something that uh, kind of. Uh, Unfortunate. Yeah, unfortunate. Because yeah, pen BBS pens like they have a lot of really good good designs. Granted, a lot of their good designs are copies of other people's are, good designs. Right. <laughs> and some of them I have some uh, issues with the uh, the threadings and the the finishing quality. But I mean, at this price, I mean, look, the pen BBS vacuum field is also only forty eight bucks, right? So yeah, you you can either do this one or the Narwhal one. And it look kind of sim. I mean, it's vacuum field. It's vacuum field, right? Mechanism is going to be functioning functional wise. It's going to be similar. Yeah. But there's a little bit differences between the two pen that you can probably take a look around, and see which one you like more. I have a question for you though. Do you prefer a vac filler or a um, piston? In actual usage, I would certainly say piston. Mm -hmm. Vac filler is cool. Yeah. But it's harder to control when you fail. 
Yeah, I would. If you're just using the the vacuum filler mechanism itself, like it's also pretty hard to clean too. Right, it's hard to clean, and、uh, you kind of have to. Sometimes it splurps a little bit. It will burp、mm-hmm. a little bit the, for the vacuum fill too. So you want you always want to watch out for that, and、uh, it's also a little bit harder to find the right amount of vacuum for it to suck up the desirable amount of ink.、Mm-hmm. I mean, with my A two three, I use it so often. I know exactly how much and to push down and to pull back out first before I、uh, engage it. So I know the right amount of ink I want to get into the pan、mm-hmm. without getting a full, without getting a full fill. Right, because a full vac filler pen it, it, that'll last you a long time. <laughs> the, I think what's two point two milliliter on the A two three. That's gonna、mm-hmm. last a long time. Yeah, that it's usually too much ink for me because I always have to switch <laughs> mine out. Yeah. Um, I mean, there is a benefit to the vacuum filler that I some people have mentioned before, which is that like, if you do bring it on an airplane, it it does seal it so that you won't lose too much of your ink if it does happen to spill. You yeah, do, you do, you can seal it slightly. It, yeah, you can seal it. I don't think you need to be a, you need to be wary of burping anyway because you completely、yeah. sealed it already. Right. So yeah, there there's a new pen method, also made from China.、Uh, if you don't mind that, go ahead and、uh, purchase one. I think at this point,、uh, China has proven themselves to be able to to、output. be a yeah pretty to be a pretty stable fountain pen output countries.、Uh, yeah, my only gripe is sometimes the nib is not adjusted to the Western writers' liking in terms of wetness.、Mm-hmm. At the same time, I will say that there is a lot of European brands that need to get their quality control check on the nib <laughs> better, because so far for all the Chinese pen I've tried, even though they could be dry as heck, they still write at the end of the day. Right.、But、I have so- I haven't been able to try a gold nib from China though. Um, I actually was gonna talk about this. I forgot the pin BBS. They actually start selling a lot of the carved gold nib pen nibs、oh. on their Taobao website.、Mm-hmm. Not on Etsy, on their Taobao website ex- exclusively. Yeah, they sell just the nib by itself.、Mm-hmm. And some of them, I think we went over this. Some of them is really fancy. Actually, no. In fact, they have a、uh, they have two gold nib available. But this has no special carving, though. Oh man,、mm-hmm. <laughs> this is actually the calligraphy nib, by the way. Ooh, in, nice! In case anyone want to try it, this is a 14K pen BBS calligraphy nib. Ooh, link me. Uh, bu- 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 bu. there we go. Let's take a look. Ah,、uh, yes, I've se- I I saw these like um they sell them like in these like little nib charms. It's kind of like a. A key ring plus a, a pen cap. It's very interesting. <laughs> right, right. It's an interesting way of selling the nib too. Yeah, it's a different way. It's a different way to package it, really. So this is a gold nib. Looks nice. Looks really、yeah. nice. And here is their carved nib. It just—it's hard to buy it in USA instead of getting it in China. Ooh! Oh, right. We've seen these. Yeah, we talk about this shortly. Right, and, and you said they've they've sold out. They sold out. But I mean,、yeah. I can link it again for everyone to take a look. Anyone、anyway, I haven't catch it last time, but、uh, 
Yeah, Pemmy PBS does sell gold nib from time to time. Just depends on when you catch it. That is, I, I am, I'm blown away again just by looking at it. <laughs> Solomon is really good. Solomon looks really nice. So that's fantastic. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. At one point, we were waiting, just waiting to see when they would release them or when you could buy them. But I guess in you, USA, yeah, they just yeah. sold out. Plenty, yeah. So, um, but you can buy. Uh, gold nibs from Pen BBS on Etsy. It's just not the carved gold. Uh, yeah, just nibs. not the specialized one. You can buy their normal gold nib, the 14K one. And it's a number four. So that's. Is it number four? It says it's a number four calligraphy. No, there's a number eight. What are you talking about? Uh, oh, the one you sent me uh, is, is a number four. It's a number eight. Am I looking at something incorrectly? I think so. They Maybe. give you the wrong link? Potentially. <laughs> uh, the first Etsy one. The first Etsy link. Oh, this is number four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What was I doing? It's number eight version. Okay. I mean, let me correct the link for you because I don't think most people has a, has a number four eight. Yeah, I do not. Yeah, but... But most people also doesn't have a number eight nib. <laughs> I mean the the most common is the number six, six. yeah right but anyway yeah I, I but they do have a, gold nib options yeah so. I need to find a pen that has number eight nibs so this is this is not gonna be an easy task mm-hmm. okay all right next topic we are gonna talk about <laughs> a very fancy pen that I'll never buy. Have we not talked about this pen? This pen looks no. really familiar to me. This one just came out recently, I think. Is it because of the new Amazon Lord of the Rings stuff? Yeah, where we just got pushed to my front page on my C page. This is the Monte Grappa Lord of the Rings Doom Fountain Pens. Okay, Frank. I mean, I know how alg- I I don't know how you know computer algorithms necessarily work in terms of showing you what you want to see. But Frank, I believe this totally matches you, and I think you should buy it. <laughs> oh, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, for anyone that I want to click on the link, this is a. It's a very intricate piece, right? I mean, of, it's a Monte Grappa pen, so you you know they they have the tendency to over design things by a lot. This one is very over-designed. <laughs> yes, so you have the very bottom of the pen where the pen nibs are, which has one of the, I think, Alvin, the Alvin words on there. Um, goes to the entire pen base is red and black color. The So the link you sent me, is it, it's not a very high-quality photo. I have to go to Google Images to look up, like, better images. Uh-huh. There is so much going on with this pen. It's not yeah. even funny. Okay, so the at the top of the cap, pen cap, it's the Eye of Sauron, and the entire cap. Okay, I'm I like Lord of the Rings, so I'm going to be name dropping a lot of things. If you can't follow, I'm really sorry, but the entire pen cap is um is is basically the Eye of Sauron and that and that tower or thing, right. not or thing, but um in Mount Doom. And the 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 lip of that cap is the one ring. <laughs> <laughs> and the pen clip. 
and the pen clip is sting the the sword that bilbo holds on to right but the grip section or the the barrel of the pen you get the 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 narsal sword that's on it <laughs> yep on the other side of it it's Gollum. wait i didn't even see the Gollum part yeah you have to go look and see uh um uh, uh other images of it oh wow okay okay i see it now. i see it now <laughs> there's a golden golem uh, sorry the tower is called barador the entire pen cap is barador okay. um but yes um and the nib itself is, is etched uh the tolkien symbol it's that like tj yeah. uh, symbol that's emblematic of tolkien um it is festooned with all sorts of lord of the lord of the rings stuff on it <laughs> i would say this is certainly a, a display case a display piece yes <laughs> it's certainly not there's just too many things that could go wrong when you use this <laughs> i can't see this being comfortable in any way shape or form in actual use correct but hey they still gave you one two three four five different five different nibs to you to choose <laughs> you know honestly i'm actually the most disappointed with the nib it doesn't fit the rest of the pen <laughs> it's a little plain it's a little plain and it doesn't really fit into the idea the the sorum theme right like the rest of it is like really mount doom heavy theme and uh you have the nib that is just a token symbol yeah, like it's too plain. Like if your pen is this ornate, like there's no millimeter on this pen that doesn't have something on it, the nib is just too plain. You needed to like <laughs> etch the heck out of this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. This could have been an older release, but regardless what happens, I just I just learned of the existence of this pen today. Um, or yesterday. I feel like I've seen this pen somewhere before, but I never got to like really look at it like I did uh, today. Um, okay, I am not a Montegrappa pen fan. Like they are overdo it. But as kind of a Lord of the Rings fan, I, I don't. I'm not gonna buy this pen. Let's be clear here. But <laughs> I, I think this one has won me over. <laughs> There's just so designs. much going on here. Um, it it goes so over the top that has looped back around uh, the circle and it's like okay, I'll give you this one. This is not bad. <laughs> so there's like, it, it's like a bad movie, right? You have yes. you have a movie that's just bad. You don't want to watch it, and there's a movie that's so terrible. You you just really kind of just forget about it and just want to enjoy how bad it is. I they think put... on this one it's not bad. Is 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 when Mother Barbara adds more design, sometimes you feel like it's a little bit too tacky to tag mm -hmm. on. But for this one, <laughs> it's like the entire pen is like they went out out. It's like a theme park that they just filled with all the marine stuff that's around the pen. I don't know what else you could do to add on to this pen right like there's just so much going on and it's just like each each centimeter has something to do with the the lord of the rings movie styling all over it's it's uh 
It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad you like this one. Yes, uh, uh, I, I do. <laughs> Am I going to buy it? Absolutely no way in Mount Doom will I buy this pen. But $5,400. <laughs> no. Maybe um, with a lottery. But if I was at a pen show and I saw this, I would 100% take a ton of pictures. <laughs> I would want I to hold it and see, like, you know, does Gollum get in the way of me writing? I want to see how it feels. <laughs> right. It's in the back. So. Yeah. Hmm, I wonder. All right. Our... Okay. This pen is a little less showy. <laughs> but it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. This is the Pilot Venetian Point Limited Edition Red Coral. Yes. But my question is, is this actual Red Coral or is this a coloring of it? No, I don't think this is actual Red Coral. Um, I, I think it's just the color itself. Because Coral is a very, how do I say it? It's not a good pen material. <laughs> it's it's very um It's porous, number one. Yeah, it's very porous. But sometimes you can always resonize it. Sure. And honestly, I'm not sure due to the current stage, current health of coral population, I'm not sure it's too ethical to use it. I mean yes. I mean, it depends how you look at it, right? Like, humanity has wrecked a lot of the coral reef, so there's a lot of dead coral that we could technically use. <laughs> yeah, but the dead corals all become white. They, they, yes. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be like those deep red anymore. Right, but that, that goes with any coral that you use. It, the color leaves the moment it dies. Um, no, I'm I'm pretty sure this is just the, I think this is just a paint. the coral yeah. red color, and then it has some shimmeriness in the uh, precious resin that they have. I don't think it's precious resin. Uh, I think this or is metal? a typical brass barrel painted with red paint plus mm. some kind of metal flake over it. Mm. If you look at the zooming pictures, there's certainly some kind of metal flake in the paint. Yeah. You can kind of see that. Yeah. I think that's the point. Yeah. It looks good, I would say. Yeah. It's a very well done color uh, colorway for their uh, vanishing point. Hmm. All right. If I, if I didn't already have a vanishing point, would I get this? I might. If I didn't have one already, I might. This is actually not bad. <laughs> okay. Our next one is the Twispy Eco Glow Green Fountain Pen. <laughs> this is shared by Collins. Yes. Um, you know, fluorescent green has been a little bit of a, a theme every once in a while here on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, mm. it comes up now and then. Here, it comes and goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this Twisby Eco uh, glows in the dark. It does. And it is really great in a lot of photos. <laughs> now, 
all you got to do now is to put the fluorescent ink that we've talked about in the past in this fluorescent green pen, and now you're pulling double duty. I think most of the fluorescent ink in the uh, fountain pen ink are blue fluorescents, though. Are they? I thought there was a green-yellow one that you posted at one point. The Newler's ones are blue. Okay. Sealer had like a neon green, but that's not fluorescent. Mm. So I wonder which company it, actually produced a fluorescent green ink. Yeah, fluorescent blue and green would be a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you need to find a fluorescent green ink. Let's see. Let's see. Well, there's the new, like we said, there was a noodler's ink, but that's blue. Uh, blue. Yeah. You're right about the noodler's inks. There's a private reserve ink, neon green. But does that glow in the dark? Let me see. Yep, it is light glow in the dark. Nice. But it's private reserve. Mm hmm. <laughs> and, uh,. Uh, I would say every one of the listeners, you're using private reserve ink at your own risk. Yes. Because they are very much known for, um, having issues with, uh, algae growth. Yes. It I don't know mine. what's up with their ink though. I'm not sure why it's always been an issue with their brand. I mean, maybe it's because they push certain things in a way that, you know, is not super sanitary. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know either, but... Uh... But hey, your your pen is already glowing green. What happens if you just throw it in there and that's all you want, right? Like, if you just <laughs> want some kind of fluorescent liquid into it so that the entire right. pen glows green, like, you know, hey, yeah, have fun. So this is the uh, Private Reserve Fountain Pen Ink Neon Green. Which is funny, right? Because this is $33, basically. Um, I, I, I've, I've been fairly vocal about my... I'm not a super big fan of Twisby because every time I've tried to get a Twisby, like I've never been really satisfied with it and I've always had to return it. Yeah. Um, but for a little bit more, you get like the new Narwhal vac filler for just like 10 bucks more, basically. Right. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you really think about it, you you it's between a uh, piston filler versus a, a, a vac filler for forty five dollars. So mm -hmm. the Narwhal really brought down the price on uh, the cheaper manufacturer pen by a lot. So. And then you got the twenty one dollar of the uh... <laughs> <laughs> Mahjong one four nine clone. Oh yeah, man. that's so good. All right. Yeah. I think this is what we feel like sharing for the week. Um, do you want to say anything to wrap up the conversation? Um, not much. Uh, just thank you again to all uh, uh, the people who reached out to us and just uh, for comments um, and questions. Uh, we really appreciate it and um, love to answer more questions. If you, if, you have, if you have emails, send us emails to fountainpenstationary at gmail.com. Yep. As Colin stated, we very much appreciate your emails and your feedback. Uh, if you like, please leave us a review as well. 
and、uh, sending us an email always let us know that、uh, we know someone's listening and someone's been paying attention to our latest episodes, which is something we very much enjoy reading. So, with that being said, again, thank you very much, everyone, for listening to our podcast, and we'll see you next time. All right, see you, man. See ya.